0: Hello and welcome to the podcast Surviving Through the Pain My name is Lakeisha And I want to talk to you about my journey Where do I begin? Well, let's start with where I'm at now Now is the time where I have left a 28-year marriage and moved on my own. Um, So, I was living with my two daughters' husband and, of course, I was there and now it's just me. In this journey, it has been quite interesting, to say the least. I, when I left, I was like, it was a hard thing to do, but it's what I needed to do for me to be better. Because I was in a toxic relationship. And I wanted more in the relationship that my husband wanted to give to me. He was okay with just giving me mediocre. He thought that it was good because I accepted what he gave me in the past. I wanted more and communicated what I needed to him when I felt like I could. Um, There were times when I would communicate what I was lacking, what I was needing. And then it would be twisted around. And then it would be the battle of you not doing this, I'm doing this type of situation. That went on and on and on and on. We had poor communication. We have no communication right now. Due to other reasons that may be brought up later on. When I left, I had a lot of family and friends that really kind of rallied around me and support me. And I later had a companion. And that helped me too. And... But what didn't help me is I could find no one that could identify with my pain. Yeah, I've known people who have been married and divorced. But not nobody that has been married the time frame that I've been married. Being with the same person that I was with for the number of years that I was with him. I mean when i married this man i was 19 years old i was a baby but you couldn't tell me nothing then because i met the man of my dreams a man who loved me for me for who i was on the inside and not what i look like on the outside Oh. The attention that that man gave to me, as far as you know, loving on me, oh, there was nothing like it. But then, when he did love on me, there was nothing like that either. Hmm. So, I had to leave it wasn't healthy for me to stay. It was so hard to leave. There were many days prior to me leaving. I prayed. I wanted this marriage to work. Oh my God, I prayed. (laughs) I joined the Rejoice Marriage Ministry Prayer Group during the end of the time frame. And I would be praying scriptures over my marriage, over my family, over me, over him. And I was hurting. I was aching. I was in pain. All I was thinking was, how could he do this to me? How could the man who says he loves me me so bad how was he okay with treating me so bad I felt like I was this ugly fat person I felt like I wasn't attractive just thinking about all of that hurts but I couldn't find nobody to identify with me with my pain that I was experiencing at that moment I couldn't find nobody that I could relate to and I wore it I wore the pain and I tried my best Through prayer, through many sources of prayer, calling the counselors, talking to counselors, praying to God. I mean, I don't blame him entirely for my leaving it's not just his fault. It was my fault, too. But it was so hard to find relief. I was going. Constantly. Going out. Just being gone. I'd see being gone mean I didn't have time to rest to see. To know how lonely I was. How sad I was. And then and I stopped talking to the person that I was talking with. I decided that ain't for me. I started back talking to my husband. But I was letting him know I wasn't the same. And I started feeling overwhelmed because the same thing he was doing I left he was doing while he was trying to get me back isn't that weird but I didn't care that time I just wanted him to be honest about it but I guess the problem that we had was communication so he couldn't be honest hell I couldn't be honest to some degree but what I find myself doing was being in the same situation I just left. Because the other person didn't owe me nothing. But the way that they made me feel was that it wasn't anybody else involved. And it turned out it was. I had to pull out of that because it was just crazy cycle. I couldn't allow myself to be dealing with the no stupid-ass drama from someone that I was getting to know. <sighs> so, here I am today. It's my birthday month. 2019 have been one hell of a year for me. And I know that this is my year for growth, for newness, new business. I don't know. I like love. I am a romantic. Love walks in the park. Men cuddling on me, loving on me. But I gotta be number one. If I am the person in the life of the man that I'm dealing with, I gotta be number one. And there's no room for me to be number two. I don't like number two. It's just not right for no woman to be number two. You should be number one, even men. It should be number one. But if you say, hey, I'm dating a lot of people. I'm dating people. I'm not trying to be exclusive with nobody. Then those cards are laid on the table and that's okay. But when you lay certain cards on the table and say, these are my conditions. And this is what I'm not willing to deal with. And that person have you to deal with. What you ask them not to let you deal with, it, and you confront them, and they lie, and they lie, and it's in your face. That's not right. So, surviving through the pain, and it hurts, oh, like no other. You have good and bad days. this is helping anybody or will help anybody or if it's just something I need to record (laughs) I don't know but I do know it won't be like this forever nothing lasts forever on this earth I can't wait till this feeling stops. Give me your feedback. If there's any man or woman who's surviving through the pain, you know, what are you doing? What's your cope mechanisms? Um, What do you turn to? Oh, I was a lot of wine drinking, still a lot of wine drinking, a lot of exercising. <sighs> hmm. But um, this is Lakeisha surviving through the pain till next time. Okay, on today's episode, we're going to talk about loss and grief. And I'm just going to give you my perspective on it from what I've experienced. Loss. When you lose something and you can't get it back. The pains that's associated with loss for a death loss from a death from a loved one that's very close to you it's a very hard place to be in I'm 49 years old and I am a widow I never would have thought I would be a widow at this young age. When I think about my loss, when I think about the grief that I have for the losses that I've encountered in just 2020 to 2021 I'm um, in 2020 in January I lost my grandmother and in April of 2020, I lost my sister-in-law, and I called her my sister-in-love because it was more than law, it was love that brought us together. And that was love that had kept my her brother and I together. And in May of 2020, May 6, 2021, sorry, I lost my husband, the love of my life. We had shared a lot of problems in our marriage. We recently, we had just uh, reunited back together after being separated for about two years. And when he passed away, it was like my soul was ripped from me. I cannot describe to you the pain that I felt in that moment when I when I found out that he was no longer here. And that hurt me so bad. Oh, I just don't know, there's so many things that just kind of flash before my eyes. I just was thinking that It was going to be great. It was going to be better. We were going to have a better opportunity, better chance. We were going to be able to have this wonderful life together and do all these things that we didn't get a chance to do. And it was ripped from me at that moment with me hearing that he's gone, all the things that I had in my mind planned that we were going to do was ripped from me. All the making up that we had to do was ripped from me. So my loss, my grief at that moment was things being taken from me. And as I went through the process of preparing for his homegoing celebration, constantly just getting prepared for things that's devastating i mean getting an obituary together it is just constant memories looking at pictures it's constant reminders that this person that you love this person that you care so deeply for is no longer here. I can never hug my husband again. I can never kiss my husband again. I can never have my husband to hold me again and touch me on my nose and tell me how much he loves me and me being his key. I words cannot describe because I'm still Going through the early phases of my grief and my loss. So for me, it's grief. The loss is I no longer have this. I no longer have him. I no longer have this relationship, and that's that. That's hurtful. And then I think back to because of the reason why we separated. I think of back. On those times now, and it becomes more angry. Our anger sets in for me because now I feel robbed. I feel robbed because I I left my husband because of cheating, and he was cheating on me, um, off and on for a long period of time. It seems like you know. But what hurts me the most is the time. I no longer have that time to to have with him again. And that time is taken away from me. And that makes me upset. That makes me angry. It makes me angry with him. It makes me angry with the people that he was involved with. It makes me angry because I felt like they all contributed to my time spent with my husband being cut short because of their own selfish reasons and ambitions and motives and desires and lust. And it's constant. It's a constant battle because it's gone. I can't replace it. And so loss and grief to me means something different. And what I hear other people say. It's just like when I left, I I couldn't find nobody to relate to me, relate to what I was going through, to relate to the pain that I was experiencing. Not to say that they can identify completely, totally, but relate as far as no one that has been married since they were a teenager, all the way to their adult life with their husband. And move away from him and your family to live by yourself and then to isolate yourself for reasons that I, I we're not gonna talk about that right now, but I had to isolate myself from him to completely block him um, at that time. For those who um, have been separated from someone, and you know how it can be. It's uh, very, it's very hard, and it's a lot for everybody. That's, that's all I'm gonna say about that. But anyway, because I don't want to get my train of thought off into something else, because I'm talking about something that don't. That's not this subject. But anyway. When I think about me not having him in my life anymore, all I think about now is all the pain and the hurt for the reason that I left. And I'm so angry with those other women. Like, only God is keeping me from dealing with them directly, okay? Um, Because I have some things on them that they do not want to even go there with me because I, I I have the upper hand in this situation as far as me using my anger to retaliate uh, against them. Be careful what you send to people. That's all I gotta say. Be careful what you send because you never know where that will end up in the end and you don't never know how the end will be. As you can tell, I'm still angry and God is working with me on that and I'm seeking him for help for that because I do not want to allow my anger emotions to control me. But it is part of my grief. It is part of my hurt. It is part of my pain. It is part of the reason why I feel the need to record this because people just don't like to be honest. People like to fake and funk and make it seem like oh my life is great da 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 da, da. I live a wonderful life and you bullshitting yourself because we know that ain't the truth. There's too much shit going on and I'm just using profanity to express how deeply I feel and passionate about it. But unresolved things like that is hurtful when someone dies because you can't get that back and that's What I'm dealing with right now is I can't get back the time that was robbed from me. And I use that word robbed because I was not aware this was going on. And to me, when you're robbed, you don't know what's going on. Somebody is coming in and stealing something. Uh, Sometimes it's when you're in their presence, They, they have masks to cover themselves up with things so that you cannot identify them. And that's what I was dealing with. My husband was wearing a mask with me and, perf- and possibly with them covering up things, making it to be one way, but it was a whole nother way. But in the end, I'm the wife. In the end, these women were fucking my husband, but these women did not pay for this funeral these women did not suffer the hurt and the pain and the loss that me and our children suffer because also when they were fucking my husband they were fucking me and our children out of my husband because they were lonely bitches wanting another man's wife i mean wanting another man's another woman's husband See, my anger is starting to take over here, but I think this is therapeutic. I'm not cutting it out. I'm leaving everything in here just the way it is because it needs to be like this, raw and uncut, because it needs to be heard just how it is. Um, but that's where I'm at right now. Uh, there are moments, and I cry, and I'm trying to figure things out and make sense of it all. And I don't. I don't. I know I won't. I don't feel that I'm going to make sense out of it, but it's just something inside of me that still try to understand why. And I really feel I know the reason why because of the connection that my husband and I share with one another. It you know, a lot of people say that this person is their soulmate, but he was truly my soulmate. And I was truly his soulmate. And there were interferences in there. Caused a lot of problems. And I'm not gonna lie to you and tell you I don't be asking God to deal with those people for those problems that they caused us. Because I'm without a husband. He was never their husband. He was always my husband. And if he wanted to be their husband, he could have been because I offered to release him, divorce him. But he never wanted to do that. He never wanted to do that. Because he knows what we had, and he knows that he was wrong, and he said so. But he was trying to protect himself, trying to protect him from being hurt, from being harmed, but when you are having that type of mentality and you're not trying to heal to get better, you are going to hurt other people, and I know those other women, they were hurt because they Whatever way they felt about him, they may have even loved him. And he may have even told them that he loved them. He may have even felt like he loved them. And I say these things like this is because if you really, truly, truly love someone, It's not selfish. Love don't hurt. Love don't boast. Love doesn't brag. And I think that love is a word that is used too loosely. Because God is love. I think a lot of times what we experience Here in this earth is lust, um, sexual chemistry, but love, love. Will you die for love? Because I know my husband said that he would die for me, I know my husband said that he could not live if I was to die before him. He couldn't bear it, and I know he couldn't because he was very affectionate person and heart-connecting type of person. Uh, he's a Pisces, and Pisces are known for being loving love. They love love, they love, they they go by feelings and emotions, so that's why I never believed him when he said to me about this one particular person that he loved her and I was like you fall in love fast baby because I also I don't like to just throw my husband under the bus without saying my faults because I stay with him because I um I contributed to the problem by being um by having an extramarital affair myself. Um, So the, the men that I were involved with in the beginning was emotional connection, talking on the phone and being in their presence but not intimate. So, when I told my husband about those things because I wanted to make things right with my husband and I, and God told me he don't bless, don't miss, and I must tell all, and I told all, and that made him, he was, Anthony was already cheating during that time, so me telling him that was because I was being led by the Spirit to tell him, and I knew that he was cheating, I just didn't know who what, where but I felt it because again our spiritual connection was so strong that when we were intimate with one another I could feel the presence of this other person I could feel it when he and I were together I could feel it it was like a person a spirit was in between us and I remember crying and I remember him not knowing what to do because he knew what he did and he knew that I knew. So we had a love story baby and it was one that had a lot of ups and downs because we didn't deal with our issues. We didn't deal with our insecurities. We didn't seek help. We didn't try to improve and better ourselves. And as a result of that, we were in, we caused a lot of problems um, on ourselves, with our families, with our children, because everybody knew about, about when I left because my husband, again, is a very emotional person, and he was grasping at straws, trying to do whatever he could to, I guess, to get my attention, but, and you men, when you have a good woman, and you mess up, you guys don't really like to listen. So many people be trying to tell you, and you don't, you don't be listening. You just think that it's gonna last forever. But a woman is not gonna take your crap forever. She just really not. You are gonna have to uh, know that one day you will be paid back for that. Whether it's intentional or unintentional, one day you're going to pay that price that you, whatever you've sown that you will reap. Because just what the word of God says and I stand on the word of God. But anyway, going back to grief this period of time for me has been very hard very hard um, I can't tell you that um, that has been easy but I do know that I was searching for some help online and I've just been trying to get some help and I, some, I always feel like maybe you the help that you need. You know, sometimes healing comes from helping and so I wanted to get on here and talk to you all about my hurt, my pain, my grief, my loss in hopes that it's going to help someone else deal with their pain, their grief, and their loss. And maybe it's similar to what I'm experiencing. And maybe it's not. I don't know. But I do know that this is very painful. Very painful. And I would not wish this upon anyone. Get yourself together. If you are a husband that's cheating on your wife or a wife that's cheating on your husband... Talk to them. Tell them. Confess your faults to them. Let, let them know what you've done. Make Wipe your slate clean so that you can have peace and they can have peace so that if should anything happen to either one of you, you won't be having all these questions. Men, clear your phone out. Because a woman don't want to see another woman vagina in your phone. Because I've seen plenty of them. And for those of you who are probably was with my husband and you listening, you was not the only one, boo. I know you probably thought you was special and you thought you was locking it down and putting it on it. You wasn't. Because when a person is a cheater like him and me, we have issues that are beyond you. That don't have nothing to do with you. You are just a drug to take to ease the pain. Sorry. Bubble is burst. Because that's exactly what you are. You're the same way yourself. Looking for love from an unavailable person. You know they're unavailable. But you feel like... "Mm." She ain't doing her thing, he ain't doing his thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna have him. Some of you have, may have been married as a result of you cheated on someone and you may have been the other man or the other woman and y'all married. That don't mean that you ain't paying. You gonna pay a price. But God is so good that, and I know I'm cursing and all of that in this podcast, but I'm that way with Jesus all day long and he sees and knows. So I'm going to declare this to you now. I don't care. That you are looking at me and saying, she talking about the Lord and she cussing and she using profanity. I am because this is what, because I mean it. But I'm not covering it up because I mean it. And because God is my judge and he knows all. So, I don't care that you know what I'm saying. I think about different things that I've read to help me over the course of time and one of them is your brokenness because it says the lord is close to the brokenhearted and he saved those whose spirits have been crushed psalms 34 18 uh it's an ntv version uh, he said i will draw close to you in your brokenness i am the care flight that comes to rescue when your spirit is crushed you may bear a broken heart more than once in this life but you will never bear it alone it wounds god to know that one of his children has a broken heart he takes no pleasure in seeing us He is touched by our gut-wrenching cries and our somber countenance. He hurts when we hurt. He carries us. He loves us. He keeps us. He's here for us. He's our protector. He's our provider. God is our healer. He's a He is a present help in a time of trouble. I know I've cried out to Him in the midnight hour, in midday, at noonday, in morning. Don't matter what time of day, but I cried unto Him. I need you, Jesus. I need your help and. He always provides me with with what I need. And I just wanna be available to be there for someone who is in need. Um, Grief and loss, it can be unbearable. But God can take those unbearable moments and he can make some beautiful moments out of those unbearable moments. We do not get great books. We do not get great movies. We do not get great podcasts from people who lived perfect lives. We get Those great movies, songs, podcasts, books, heart-wrenching, touching, ministry, ministers, preaching the gospel from pain, from hurt, from life, disappointments. This is part of life. And we will go on. We will learn another way to handle the pain. We will learn another way to cope, not that we will forget, for those people will forever be in our hearts. Anthony will always be my husband. I will always be his wife. Even if God's willing that I should remarry, which that is not my desire, because I want to just be Anthony's wife. I don't want to be known for no for being nobody else's wife. But time, time will get me through. Time will get you through. Keep seeking God for those of you who know Him and those that don't know him, get to know him. And I see so, it's hurtful to me when I see certain people that they knew him, but now they question his existence. But the word does says that we are drawn away from our own lust and evil desires. It's our own desires that we are drawn away. So, I pray that you listen to Jesus as he speaks to your heart when it's hurting. And that you provide, that he provides you with comfort and peace. I recommend that you write down your feelings I recommend that you talk out your thoughts and that you seek his help. And you help when he tells you to help. God loves each and every one of us despite of our all, of our shortcomings and evil ways. Repent. Ask for forgiveness. Make it right. Be the change that you want to see in others. This is Key Naturalista Fashionista talking to you about surviving through the pain. Till next time. Bye-bye.